0: Welcome to our World Cup preview. Hey, Josh, how's it going?
1: It's going pretty good. manual, and yourself?
0: Yeah, good. So um, this is the Unsackable Podcast, of course. And this is our big World Cup preview. And we're going to start with Group A. Um, you're just going to hear me and Josh today. The other groups have been previewed by, or some of the other groups will be previewed by Filippo and Adrian. By Group A, this is the group that Qatar
1: automatically will win because they're the host, right, Josh? Well, I mean, they were a uh, they, they were a pot one team, so you know. Uh, yeah. um, but no, I mean, like, nothing sinister going on here. At nothing all. sinister going on. But to, to, <laughs> to be fair, like I mean, when you look at Qatar, I think one of the interesting things about them is the fact that, in a way, that like, they're they're kind of up and coming. Like they won the last edition of the Asian Cup, and I think a lot mm. of people forget that. They they just know that they're the host country, so they got put in pot one. But this is a this is a decent team, and, and they've proved that. There's a lot of tough challenge in competition in Asia and to become champions the way that they did. I don't think is no small order.
0: Yeah, that's true, I guess. Um, I mean, there was some controversies about that tournament too, but they are investing a lot of money in, in football infrastructure. And it's going to be interesting to see how far they can go in this tournament. I always hark back to other tournaments that were hosted by Qatar. Remember that infamous, I mean, if you're European, um, you will th- certainly remember the handball, European handball tournament that they hosted, uh, World Cup that they hosted a few years ago. And I think they reached the final against France. And um, there was a lot of controversial calls. And in handball, you can actually, um, they, you don't get cap-tied. You can actually switch nationalities, which is hilarious. But so we'll see what they do in this tournament. Um, the host, I think we all assume that they're going going to go deeper than the many people expected the squad. A couple of players to watch maybe almos ali would that do quite well at the uh, the asian championships um they have a few players that are playing in europe a few players that play in their domestic competition um, we'll see what the exact squad will look like when when it's announced uh, up next is a team that i think is a sleeper josh and that's ecuador um i had i was really fortunate that i was at the mls cup final this year right and one player who really stands out to me and he got a huge upgrade in his, his market value this week as well is Jose Cifuentes. I think Ecuador is a team to watch. I know um, Filippo is really high on them too. This is a team that I think a lot of people maybe consider a sleeper at this tournament, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, they always seem to perform. I mean, like, even, even in South America, you see them going up against Brazil, Argentina, like all those teams and to be able to pretty consistently qualify. I believe they've now qualified. I don't know how many World Cups in a row, but I know it's been, it's been a few. So there's obviously a ton of talent there. They have a lot of good players that are playing in Europe. Uh, the player that I would probably like to point out is um, Moisés Caicedo, who plays for Brighton and Hove I remember before he kind of broke out. tact was always really high on this player, and he's been an absolute wall when it's come to that midfield for Brighton. They're they're a good team. I think I th- I think when we're looking at this group, I mean we'll probably go through our predictions after, but like it's hard to. It's hard to know who that second team is going to be. I mean, for me, I mean the Netherlands are kind of above there, but depending on how with, with the uh, the like the weather, I guess. I mean, I could always give Qatar an advantage, but Ecuador would be used to playing in that environment as well. But I think this is definitely a team that could probably it should potentially expect to go for that second spot.
0: Yeah. No. Absolutely. I think Ecuador is is a fascinating team. Um, you mentioned a player. I mentioned a player. Uh, Alan Franco is another one. Um, they seem to be producing a ton of talent at the moment and are a emerging country. Of course, they have the huge home advantage, right, when they're playing qualifiers because of the altitude. They won't have that in, in Qatar. But this is a team to watch. And I think it's also one of those teams that a lot of scouts will be watching because of the young players that they have, right? And that is always fascinating. You every Every World Cup you're going to get... You get you're going to get this like emerging star that all these European teams want to sign, and I think when whenever Ecuador will be playing, there will be a lot of people on the benches watching. Um, and I think that's probably also true for this next one that we want to do. And man, the scheduling sucks, Josh. <laughs> it's no better way to put it. Um, we were recording this on November nineteenth, just and. The news that came out for Senegal today couldn't have been more devastating. Um, Sadio Mane went down with an injury on Tuesday, right? We um, were recording this on Wednesday, and it looks like he is going. What initially looked like a really mild injury, something that would only keep him out for a few days and um, would mean that he could actually play the World Cup, is now looking a lot more serious, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, I thought I saw a couple of reports coming out today. I mean, as soon as I woke up, it just says, like, you know, big breaking capitalized letters saying Sadio yeah. Mane is ruled out breaking. of the Cup. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it, it's devastating. I mean, I just had, like, personally, this fear with Alfonso Davies. I mean, Bayern player as well went down yeah. with what looked to be a more serious injury. When you grab your hamstring like that, you never know what, how, or how serious it can be. But, uh, he obviously it seems to be he'll he'll be good to go to the World Cup and participate in some way shape or form and Sadio Mane just I, I don't know I, I didn't seem like it was that big of a worry yesterday like obviously going to going down with an injury it, it sucks but to be ruled out the very next day like that is just gut-wrenching news I'm I know how I was going to feel if Davies would have got ruled out I can't imagine how Sadio Mane is feeling and every Sen- Senegalese supporter as well so it's a shame and and it, I mean I know Manuel you're not a fan of the World Cup at this time and no. for for different reasons but I think one of the the biggest reasons as well is that players are dropping like flies. Like the World Cup is supposed to be where you see some of the best players in the world come together for yeah. one of the greatest cup competitions there ever is. And now there's superstar after superstar falling out of the tournament. It's just a shame. So in order to ensure that, you know, the official wording by Bayern Munich
0: is uh Sadio Mane sustained an injury to his right fibula. He's out of the game against Schalke this Saturday. Further tests will follow in the next few days. FC Bayern is in contact with the medical staff of the Senegalese Football Association. Bild has reported that um, Bayern Munich were optimistic regarding Sadio Mane's injury yesterday, but tests carried out today revealed that the player has ruptured a tendon on the head of the fibula. He will miss the World Cup. Official confirmation from Bayern to follow. Yikes. Okay, um, that is one of the biggest stars potentially out. And it's interesting that you mentioned that with the World Cup. like every year player, every tournament players miss, right? I think what it is this year, and I think that's a huge factor, is that players now miss with small injuries because it's so tight, right? Like you pick up an injury now that is like the Alfonso Davies injury is a good example. Um, if that is is not a serious injury, but it could be serious enough to keep you out for four weeks, you missed the World Cup.
1: Yeah, it's it's just it's tight, and the other thing is like because the World Cup is put right in the middle of a season like this that they're trying to pump in games. I mean, the yeah. Champions League group stage flew quickly. Like Bayern was playing every. Every Sunday, basically every Tuesday or Saturday, Tuesday, like they were getting a ton of minutes. And no. I mean, this is a team that's expected to compete on all fronts. So their best players are going to get a ton of minutes. And it almost took Davies out of the World Cup. We don't exactly know what the injury update for him is, but mm. it now seems to take out Sadio Mane. Other players, like I've mentioned, are, are dropping out. It's it's just it's a shame. I mean, and players with recurring injuries, I find, are, are really getting hurt. Like Davies has got a history of, of injuries. Not Crazy serious ones, but it got him. And Golo Conte had his hamstrings. I think he, I think he's having surgery on it. But I mean, they kept him mm-hmm. out. But it seems like any star who's got like that little injury proneness about them should be pretty worried leading up to this World Cup because with all these yeah. games, it's seeming seeming to take their toll. NBA fans, the NBA action is just getting started, and so are the incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet any $5 NBA pre-game Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings Stepped Up Same Game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, place a Same Game Parlay, combine multiple bets like which team will win, total rebounds, total points scored, and more. With bigger payouts than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, make any $5 bet this week, and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of
2: tactical yanks, and it's been great. One reason it's been great to listen to, because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. Raycon's Everyday Earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they will not budge, trust me. Raycons give you 8 hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Raycons are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycon's Everyday Earbuds have over 50,000 5-star reviews. Raycon earbuds have three sound profiles so you can have a personalized listening experience, as well as an awareness mode where you can hear the world around you. Whether you're doing the most intense exercise or just sitting around, Raycon earbuds are perfect for you. Go to buyraycon.com tbpn today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com tbpn to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com tbpn.
0: And it makes it difficult to predict this, um, too, because we don't actually know who's going to play and who's not. Um, but with Senegal, I guess, with other players to watch, Saudi money will be the obvious one. Ismail Assar is another one. Um, there's uh, Gouye, who plays for for Everton. He's a bigger name known. Mendy, of course, right? Uh, Papa Gouillet for for Olympique Marseille. Uh, Balotore uh, of Milan is a younger player we should keep an eye on. Um, this is a good team. Kalidou Koulibaly, of course, uh, the captain, uh, centre back. Um, you know, this is a good team, and yeah, it's it's not nice when when good teams miss their best players. Um, up next, the Netherlands, and this is this is a team that not only a lot of people have on the radar, Josh, but I think they could Louis van Gaal is potentially the best coach at this tournament. And Louis
1: van Hall knows how to get a team yeah. to perform at a major tournament. He's proven that again and again.
0: A hundred percent. He's a really good coach. And I I wouldn't be surprised if we see a repeat of 2010 with the Netherlands. What do you think? You're thinking like, a, I mean,
1: the one thing I think... I'll Netherlands all def- the way, yeah. I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me. Well, if you look at their group too... Like in my, in my eyes, I mean, it seems like they have a pretty decent group and then they have a pretty decent path. If everything that is kind of some of the predictions out there, I mean, that gives the Netherlands a pretty decent shot to have a, have a deep run. And there's a lot of talented players in that. And we've talked about players who kind of, you know, are picking up injuries left, right and center. Well, I think the star player for, for Netherlands, I mean, he certainly acts that way when he plays for them is Memphis Depay. And he's not really playing right now for Barcelona, which means that he should be going in, hopefully, you know healthy uh maybe not in the best form because he's not playing that much but he won't be injured and I think that he can be such a difference maker he he's just he pulls all the strings for this team he, it's he, in my eyes he's always been a different player playing for the Netherlands than when he played for Leon, Barcelona or mm-hmm. for Manchester United but there's a lot of really talented players behind them as well there's a lot a lot of teams a lot of players in the Dutch league as well I mean that's a really talented league but I, I like this team I like what Louis van Gaal has done with it I think I think they've been going with the 3-4-1-2. Like, that's kind of like what Louis van Gaal did with the first time around. So mm-hmm. I think if I remember correctly in the last few games, that's kind of the, the game plan that they've been doing and they've, they've looked good. So I definitely think this is one that some of the bigger uh, bigger nations should be worried about if they come up against them in the group stage or in the knockouts. You know, and this is
0: one big thing why I'm really high on the Netherlands is is, is the center backs. Um, you know, you have, you have Matthias De Ligt. You have Virgil van Dijk, you have Nathan Ake. Um, and then on your bench, you have guys like Jürgen Timber, uh, Stefan de Vries. Um, this is a really good defense. And not a lot of teams at the World Cup have good defenses. And that's the sort of stuff that wins you tournaments,
1: right? Yeah, it, it is. I mean, in a couple, of, I mean, adding to that too in the midfields, I mean, Colt Miners has been just a joy to watch this season for Atalanta. Mm. I, he scored an absurd amount of goals when he was with AZ in the Dutch league. And then he got that transfer to Atlanta. And he just seems to be this, this towering man and figure in the midfield who can score goals. He can help in the back. And when you already have a really good back line, like you just mentioned, you have that, that midfield presence. And I'm hoping he's going to get some significant minutes in there with maybe Frankie de Jong and, and I, I guess maybe maybe David Classian could get some minutes, but they're a good team, and I, I think that uh, when we go into the prediction here, Emmanuel, because I, I think that's probably how we're going to end it, uh, yeah. I'd be surprised if both of us didn't probably put them topping this group. I think the Netherlands finished top.
0: A hundred percent, so the question then is, who's finished the second, right? Um, And this is where the Qatar X factor comes in. Um, You know, I don't want to be on one on for conspiracy theories here, but it it is a big question mark. <laughs> um, I think Ecuador finished second here.
1: Ecuador, is, do months. you? So is the is it is the environment does that play like a big significance? I just on, think on that's your, your really second good
0: team I think it's just a really good team, and on paper they should be beating Senegal and Qatar. When especially I look at with the- Saudi money in the
1: Senegal squad. I mean that that's huge because I think before when I first did my predictions I had Senegal in second. I, I think there's a lot of talent Senegal side. They, they're the defending Afcon champions, right? They, right. They won the, yeah, they won the last edition, so I mean they got that little bit of tournament vibes going for them. I mean Sadio Mane, if he was there, obviously could have been a big difference maker. So that's a big yeah. loss. But I felt so, on paper a little bit like they're the better team, I guess. Like but when look, no just looking Mane on paper. Is
0: huge, Josh. No Mane is. is going to be huge. Like. Let's put, like, an asterisk on that, right? Like, I think we both agree that Mane playing for Senegal will make a huge difference. But if he doesn't, that also will make a huge difference.
1: Yeah, because they're going to have to look for somebody else. Like, maybe, like, a a Nicholas Jackson. I don't know. I'm not sure how familiar you are with him. But he's a, he's kind of a young up-and-comer for Villarreal. Mm-hmm. He's had a really good, about se- season and a half, because, like, the tail end of last season, this one. So, I mean, I, I agree. Like, if, with Mane out, someone's going to have to step up. I don't know if it's going to be a, a talented wonder kid like... Jackson or maybe Sar has a big performance, but no. And, and honestly, no one can really replace what Money's is going to no. bring to that team.
0: Very difficult, um, very very difficult. So if he's fit, I think it's going to be Ecuador, Senegal. It's a toss up. Um, with him not being fit, I think I, I slightly weighed on Ecuador. I'm excited. This is going to be an interesting group. Um, the host, Qatar, obviously going to play a big role too in the outcome here and could throw every prediction that we're making into complete disarray, <laughs> Josh.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, we, we've seen a bunch of Qatar because, I mean, for those who don't know, they, they featured at the Gold Cup. Yeah. Um, I thought they were okay at the Gold Cup. Like, I mean, they they lost and I'm doing the quote, like the quote unquote seat uh, that the USC team. I don't think it was a C team. It was, it was closer to a B team than a C team with some of the players that ended up being important players for the national team. But, I mean, Qatar didn't look overly convincing at that tournament. Uh, every player on their team, I believe, plays for the Qatari League, which means mm-hmm. that they are able to pump in friendlies left, right, and center. So this team almost, in a way, acts like a club team. They're going to be getting these, these friendlies. They're continuing to do them. They'll have probably, like... I, I, think, I think I saw, like, a graphic. I can't remember it off the top of my head, so don't quote me on it. But I think it's, like, they're going to have seven friendlies in the, in the last, like, month or a bit just before the World Cup. So these players are playing the same league they're used to this environment they're all playing these together basically so do you think that has any like significance on maybe giving them a push or do you think just because i i personally don't think the quality is there i think the other three are much better but it's just the environment and maybe having that ability to play these this amount of friendlies together that can maybe make them a little tricky i know
0: so hard to say i mean we can on like yeah it's a difficult one right because we've seen hosts go further than many expected 2018 is a good example of Russia um and i don't know if this qatar team might replicate that it's really hard um fifa obviously wants the hosts to go deep right
1: yeah i mean yeah I mean, i'm going to i'll give mine quickly cuz i i think the first time i did it i did netherlands Senegal ecuador and qatar just because like i said watching them i just I'm just not convinced that there is a And I'm the one who talked them up with the the Asian cups, which I think is impressive. Like they have a way of playing, but I don't know. I just, I just think that the other teams in this group are, are better. Um, I think, I mean, it's in the environment will be a little bit different, but I mean, obviously Ecuador and uh, Senegal are used to playing in in very hot weather as well. So maybe that can help them. I think I'm going to leave mine the way it was. I I know Saudi money is a big loss. I just, I have a feeling maybe just with that AFCON experience, I guess I'm going to, I'm going to keep mine the same with Netherlands, Senegal, Ecuador and I'm going to put Qatar in last. I think they'll get a point. I don't think they'll go and three, but I just, I don't know. There's something about them right now that I just, I don't know if they're going to have what it takes.
0: Mm, I'm going to go Netherlands, Ecuador, Senegal, Qatar.
1: Give me the host. No love. Hey, Emmanuel. No, not, not for us.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, not happening. All right. Well, that concludes group a.
1: Manuel, do you know the last time, like, I think this is a stat that's going around. I just wanted to talk, talk about it quickly. Isn't there no. like a crazy stat? The last host nation to not make it to the World Cup, With that was that South, South Africa? Africa, South Africa. But before that, it's it's almost it's not it's not a very common occurrence, right? No, it never happens. Never happens. Just South Africa, and that's the way. Honestly, like when looking at that South African team, I, I see some similar, like in terms of like just the quality. I feel like I see some similarities between the South African team and the Qatari team. I just think it's you know it's gonna be exciting for them it's a tough group and I'm pretty sure they did well though. Like they, they finished one, one, and one. I believe my me- my, my memory is on, which mm. is not a bad showing at the group stage, especially for a country like South Africa, but they, they weren't able to make it out. So even if Qatar puts up a performance like that, they could slip a little short.
0: So yeah, this is the Uncyclable podcast. That was the group a preview. Um, we'll be back with all the other groups as well. Um, so stay tuned for more, uh, subscribe, um, uh, give us reviews. Thank you very much. Until next time. Bye.